This is WFO Radio. All right, we're going to roll into our post-race media availabilities here in Martinsville for today's Xfinity 500. We are now joined by Denny Hamlin, who is locked into the Final Four, headed to Phoenix next week. We will take questions for Denny. If you have a question, raise your hand, state your name and affiliation, and we'll take as many questions as we can in the time that we have available with Denny. And who would like to kick us off? All right, we'll go to Jeff. I mean, did you sense that was coming from contact was coming from him before it happened? Did you feel like it was inevitable or? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think he sent us, sent us on the first lap after the restart. He just pushed us all the way until we got into the shit in three and four. So that didn't work. I got back position on him and, um, and then he just kept you know, running into us and I finally just moved up and said, all right, fine. If you, if you're better, just go pass. And, uh, I think he saw he wasn't, it wasn't going to be easy. So he just took the easiest route possible. So, you know, how do you view that like going forward? Because I guess he had said on radio at least that some incident at Texas you had had and you said, Hey, I'll give you a ride on my plane to make up for it or something like that. You were, you were apologetic and, um, what? He, you had gotten into him at, at some point, and you said to make up for it, you'd give him a, a ride on your jet, is what he said. Okay. Anyway, um, I guess you're more even than that now in his view. But okay. Uh, anyway, I mean, how, how do you race him going forward? I mean, you have a championship to race for, so. Yeah, I mean, you just you know you you find ways to you find ways to to settle it. All right, additional questions for Denny downstairs? All right, we'll go upstairs. Are there any questions upstairs? Go ahead. Yeah, it was, I mean, we've, we've just been really strong on these short tracks. Um, you know, no matter how far we're down in horsepower, how much, you know, better, you know, Hendrick cars are in general, we're just, we're fighting and we're clawing and we're still finding ourselves with a shot to win um, each week. And so um, it just, I, I knew that our 750 program in general has just been a lot better than the 550 this year. Um, you know, some of the advantages that the Chevys have, uh, it, it's not as big. It doesn't show up as much on tracks like this. Um, so you're able to just kind of, you know, finesse your way around the track. You know, obviously it wasn't ideal starting in the back, but uh, I knew pretty early that, uh, you know, after an adjustment or two that like it was, it was a good enough car to go up there and contend. All right. Additional question upstairs and then we'll go downstairs to Dustin. Go ahead. Hey, Denny. Aaron McFarling with the Roanoke Times. Uh, Denny, I mean, you're a native Virginian. You've had a lot of success here. You, you didn't do anything wrong today, I don't think. <laughs> Are you surprised at the fan reaction to you? I mean, how, how you're getting booed right now? It's it's just Chase Elliott fans, man. They're just, you know, they're not, they don't, they don't think straightly. All right, Dustin, go ahead. 
Uh, Dustin Long, NBC Sports. Uh, a couple things. One, does does that bother you? That it, no, not at all. They're gonna blew the shit out of me next week. I can tell you that. Uh, a couple other things is early in the race when you were back in the back the the, uh, the six car incident. Uh, how close was that? How much? It was close. It was closer than I certainly wanted to be for sure. Um, yeah, it's that's the tough part when you get back there. It's just you know you're not worried about really yourself causing an incident or whatever. It's just you know back there those guys are <laughs> fighting and bouncing off of each other. I mean on lap ten they're just door slamming, um, and it's just a different different type of racing back there so you really try to just tread lightly as, as you can and I think you know one of them hooked the other one uh, so that that was the biggest concern I had um, you know was was just getting caught up or getting the grill knocked in early in the race also I understand it's not one-on-one -on -one. Um, I know you got a teammate and and Kyle has a teammate but the opportunity you know after all this season to be racing Kyle and two others for the championship with the way the season you and Kyle have had this year, what does it mean to have that opportunity and that, that chance to race your friend? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've said for many, many weeks now that it would be a disservice if someone other than the two of us didn't win. I mean, he's obviously probably the most deserving um, over the course of, of, of the year that he's had from start to finish. Um, but, yeah, it's, but the format, you just never know. You never, you know <laughs> – you know, I, I, it nearly all ended right there in, in turn three, uh, you know, for s silly reasons. But it's, um, yeah, it, that's why, you know, I always preach about, you know, I wish the sample size was bigger. Um, you know, you don't have somebody else's mistakes that can take you out of what you've done for the whole season. But uh, certainly, I think, you know, when you look at the, the four that are in it, it's, it's, I think it's, you know, the best, the best four that you, you could possibly put in that race. So, uh, I, I think all of them, you know, are, would be deserving champions. Obviously, you know, Kyle would make the most sense. All right, Denny, thank you for hanging with us for a few thank minutes you. and uh, giving us your perspective. Best of luck next weekend in Phoenix. All right, we're going to continue with questions. We've now been joined by Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott, who's making his way up front. And we'll continue with questions. I think we're going to go back to Dustin with another question. Dustin Long, NBC Sports. Kyle, since you were there to hear Denny's response, just kind of your feeling. Again, I know you've got a teammate, and there's still another, you know, there's two, three other people, but the opportunity to race with, with you know, Denny and, and also the reigning series champion for the title. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you, as Denny mentioned, I think yeah, the way we both have performed throughout all the season, uh, I'm glad to see us both with the opportunity to race for a championship as well as you know chase and everything he's kind of had to go through uh throughout this playoffs and and being the past champion you was also as denny mentioned i feel like the four most deserving teams are probably in the final four so um proud that we were able to do it and and look forward to you know, battling everybody next week all right additional questions are there any questions upstairs for chase or kyle Any questions downstairs? All right. I've got a Jeff or Dustin, then Jeff. However you guys want to share the mic. Uh, Chase, um, to get to this point, it, it certainly has been a up and down playoffs for you at times. What what has this the, the nine week journey been like to get to this opportunity to have the chance to defend your championship? Yeah, well it certain uh, certainly hasn't been pretty. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, having a shot next week is really all that matters. And, and frankly, I feel like you make it to Phoenix and it's anybody's game. 
So uh, getting getting out there and, and being a, a part of the Final Four is a really big deal. Uh, it's really hard to do. I'm really proud of my team for continuing to push through and, and battle some adversity and, um, you know, just keep fighting. I got a great group, and I don't want to go to battle with anybody else. So just really proud of my group uh, for not only today, but just the whole the whole run. And um, our eyes are, are on Phoenix now, and, and we can focus on going out there and, and putting together a, a solid race, which I know we're very much capable of doing. And uh, I'm excited for the opportunity. All right, Jeff, go ahead. I don't know if there's any explanation for this at all, but I mean, it seemed like 440 laps were pretty straightforward. Like, fastest cars were up there, and you guys were, you know, racing it out. And then, like, 60 to go, just everything changed. It was chaos. Like, is there any explanation for why some things suddenly switch in a race like that? I mean, desperation, I guess. And, you know, some people needing to win. Um, you know, restarts, guys you know, might find themselves uh, in a little different position than they've been in all day. I don't know. I don't – I mean, I'd say the biggest thing is just the the need to win for some guys, I would have to think. But I'm, I'm yeah, probably not an expert either. Yeah. All right. Any final questions for Chase or Kyle? Okay, we'll wrap with Dustin and then – Okay, in the back. Dustin Long, NBC Sports. Uh, Chase, the uh, the contact from the two car. I mean, you just talked about desperation. Is that kind of what you expected, or is that even crossing the line in a situation like that from your point of view? I mean, it's tough. You know, I was racing them hard uh, on the outside, so you know, I I wasn't super surprised that he made a mistake. I mean, as hard as he hit me, I knew he didn't just like clean me out. Uh, on purpose I, I figured he will hopped or something I haven't seen it but um, I mean really moving on was all that mattered and I had made some bad choices on adjustments and kind of got us behind so uh, the real reason that happened was because I made a bad decision on what to do to our car and we started playing defense and when you start playing defense you typically start crashing uh, a lot of times especially when when guys need to win so um, I, I blame myself for for you know leading us down the wrong path more than more than anything and uh i didn't think it was on purpose you know either so all good all right go ahead michael massey with front stretch chase uh i don't know if you heard what denny said when he was in here or not but he said the people booing him were chase fans and that they don't think straightly to <laughs> to quote him um <laughs> How does a comment like that make you feel that he kind of took a shot at your fan base? I'm going to lose so much sleep tonight. Like, I might not sleep at all. That's how concerned I am. All right, we're going to go. Ups. My fans don't care either, by the way. Clearly. <laughs> all right, we're going to go upstairs for an additional question. And just for everyone here, Martin Trix Jr. has joined the table as well. So go ahead. Yeah, I was really uh, worried as soon as it first happened because I, I felt like the contact was very, very minimal, but I felt the uh, the tire uh, pulling on the steering wheel, so I knew I had a tire rub, and I, you know, obviously seen the smoke, and so I was really worried at that point, but, uh, you know, ran two or three laps, and the guy said it, it got it looks a lot better, and it looks like it's going to be fine, so, you know, at that point, your, your bed's kind of made, you have to stay out there and 
uh, pray and hope that it doesn't go flat. And then from there, just, uh, you know, we were able to just fight and battle and, you know, got, got run into, got out of, knocked out of the groove once and put in the wall once off of two at the same time, just after that. And then luckily we were able to have two good restarts at the end and uh, get in the right lanes and make up some spots. So definitely was worried, but l luckily it, uh, it held together there. All right, additional questions upstairs? All right, we'll come back downstairs. We're gonna go to Alex and then up front to Jim Utter. Go ahead, Alex. Alexandra, with the Charlotte Observer for Kyle, the um, the multiple speeding penalties, was that just a product of like having the speedometer set up differently? And especially when you were kind of on Denny's bumper at that one, uh, why was that? Um, just being too aggressive and <clears throat> you know, being, I think, locked in, I guess. You, I, you could be a little bit more aggressive. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know, just uh, mistakes on my part. Nothing. I, when I was on Denny's bumper, that's not where I would. It's not where I sped either. So um, I sped once leaving my stall, and then uh, once coming into my stall. So um, just was too aggressive in the corners. Because you want to be as close to the guy in front as you can to shorten the distance up. All right. Additional questions. We have one up front with Jim. Mike, Jim. <laughs> Jim Mutter, motorsport.com. For Martin, um, you seemed like you could have gone through a season's worth of emotions like in the last 50 laps or so. Uh, did you even have time to assess everything that was going on? And how important did you feel that the choose decision on the last restart was going to be for your situation? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's never an easy situation to be, you know, kind of on your last run of the race and be, you know, kind of in one minute out the next. So, you know, there's not a whole lot you can do other than drive. And, you know, like I said, uh, fortunately, we were able to gather ourselves up there and, and make a pass and getting – we actually got in a good spot before the last two cautions came. We were – I think we were in by one point or something at that point and And, um, you know, luckily just able to have two good restarts. So, that, I mean, in those situations, it's all you can do. You know, I mean, thinking about it, worrying about it doesn't do you any good. You just got to try to go and hit your marks and do everything you can to get the most out of your race car. So luckily, uh, you know, we were able to do that. And then, like I said, the, the last two restarts were critical, but the last one for sure, because, you know, the 18 was second. And, and if he would have, you know, got to the 48 and knocked him out of the way, like the, he did to the 11, then, you know, Kyle's in, we're out. So um, needed to try to stay close to the front there. And, and luckily we were able to, you know, start there uh, on, you know, on the second row and, and hang on to that spot, which was critical. All right, additional questions. Go ahead, Jeff. That huge piece that was like hanging off the, your uh, left front. I mean, was that that wasn't rubbing your tire? Like it, it was, was close. Um, the fender rubbed, I think, behind the tire a little bit early on, and then it kind of clears itself. So I just made sure I would not swerve the tires under caution. They told me don't swerve the tires under caution, and you, I think you're going to be all right. So that's what I did, and it worked. You don't you don't feel anything. I mean, you just see it flapping around there, and you're just like, okay. I actually couldn't even see it where it was. It's so low, you know. It was in the front, um, so couldn't really see it there. But I felt it when it first happened. Like I said, I mean, it, it you feel it rubbing the tire and pulling on the steering real hard. And the first time I come off the corner with it off a of turn four, it about pulled the wheel out of my hand. And I said, oh, something's you know bad wrong. And then from there, it just got better. Two three laps later, it was you know you couldn't feel it anymore. You just knew that <laughs> you're worried because you knew it was it was rubbing at some point. And then when you slammed the wall on the back stretch, got slammed into the wall. Got slammed into the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that. Did I, yeah. I don't know. I have no idea how we 
finish fourth. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I'm going to buy a lottery ticket on the way home. <laughs> All right, I believe we have a question in the back. Trey Lyle, Virginia Talk Radio Network. Uh, this is a question for all three of you. Uh, obviously, the dominant two teams this year have been Hendrick and Gibbs, and now it's an all-Hendrick and Gibbs championship for. Just talk about, you know, the, the dynamic between two te these two teams all season kind of battling with each other. And then a question for Chase. Uh, you talk about not having a lot of sleep tonight. Uh, what will happen if the Braves win tonight? Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, pulling for them, for sure. Um, I kind of want to go, to be honest with y'all. So I'd love to go home and go down there, but <laughs> but um, no, I I you know go home and watch and pull for them and and uh, see what happens. But you know, obviously, uh, like I said a minute ago, more than anything, just just proud of my team today and and um, you know haven't been super pretty, but we have a shot at it, and you know that's all that matters at this point. So looking forward to the next seven days and seeing where we stack up. All right, additional questions? Any questions upstairs for one final time? One. Go ahead. Yes, me again. Um, is this round almost more hair-raising, anxious, high anxiety than even next week's race? Yes. Explain why. Is it because it's, because it's Martinsville? Uh, no, I mean, it's just eight guys. You know, it's like the eight best guys of the year trying to wheel it down to four. And you know it's going to be tight. You know it's going to be close. Every spot's going to matter. You know, unless you're Kyle Larson and you won 30 races this year, uh, it's going to be close. So, um, 29, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you just know it's going to be close. And then you come down to Martinsville and you know it's going to be a nail-biter, which it was. So, um, you know, next week is, uh, you know, it's a, it's a damn – honor and a pleasure to get to race for championships and you know only four of us get to do it so it's uh it's a fun week and it's definitely a lot less pressure than trying to go four to eight or eight to four i should say <laughs> sorry all right one final question from alex and we'll wrap it up yeah, this is a kind of a two-part question, but first for Martin, were you expecting, I guess, the speed that Hendrick showed, not just between these two, but like all four guys pretty much? I mean, I'm not surprised as fast as they've been all year. And then, you know, they've typically been pretty good here. You know, so, uh, you know, nine's always been strong here. And the 24's been, been pretty good the last few trips. And now the 48's really, really fast. And, and the five was really fast as well, which is not surprising. They're all, you know, they've all been super fast all year. So we had our hands full of them today. But, um, you know, hopefully next weekend we can find a little bit of something and give them a run for their money. And then how much of a factor, I guess, next week for, for all of you guys, do you expect like the 48 and, and 24 to be a factor as well? Probably. I mean, they're fast, so I'd say they'll be, you know, probably around there. All right. Martin, Kyle, Chase, thank you guys for joining us, and we wish you the best of luck next week in Phoenix. All right, we'll be joined by, thank you. We'll be joined by Alex Bowman. All right, we are gonna roll into our post-race press conference here with our, hang on just a second, before we get started, if you have nascar.com slash press pass up, 
if you can lower your volume because we just hear the feedback from it. Um, all right, so we're going to roll into the post-race press conference for the Xfinity 500 here at Martinsville Speedway. We've now been joined by our race winner, Alex Bowman. And before we get started with questions, Alex, uh, give us your thoughts there on uh, those final laps and ultimately taking home the victory. Yeah, definitely um, extremely happy to be able to, to get a fourth win for the Ally 48 this year. Um, it's been a rough couple of months on us since we started the playoffs, and to come here with such a fast race car and uh, the capability of, of winning is, is awesome. Obviously, hate that we got into the 11. Uh, unintentional, I just got loose underneath him and, and spun him out. So I'd be mad too. I get it. Um, but he's been on the other side of that enough to, to understand. Um, glad to, uh, to come out of it with a trophy. All right. We're now going to go to questions. We're going to start downstairs, and we're going to go upstairs for a question. And to kick us off down here, we're going to start with Jeff Cluck. Yeah, so he crashed me at Texas last year, and he texted me and apologized and said he'd give me a ride on his jet. So um, I don't know. We're even, I guess, after that. Um, he he crashed the heck out of me there. He just got loose underneath me, like same exact thing, just at a bigger racetrack. And, um, yeah, sarcasm there, obviously. But um, I just my point is the shoe's been on the other foot. Like, it, there, we've been on both sides of it. And then – yeah, I mean, it has to be kind of a surreal thing. Like you're doing your burnout and like there's a dude facing you, like ramming your car. What was that moment like inside the cockpit for you? Yeah, I've, um, have you ever been to Bowman Gray Stadium? I, I've gone there and watched, that's what it felt like. Um, when they had that TV show uh, with the mods running there, I watched the heck out of that. Um, it was really entertaining then. Not so entertaining when you're living it, but um, just didn't want to be a part of that and make us both look dumb. Um, so I just tried to not be a part of it. You know, I wasn't going to try to do stuff like that, and, and that's not who I am. So, um, yeah, I understand why he's mad. I'd be mad too. I drove off in the corner and got loose and spun him out. So, um, but at the same time, it, I didn't do it on purpose. I've, if I did, I would tell you. Um, and that's part of it. All right, we're going to go upstairs for a question. Go ahead. Bruce Martin with Speed Sport. Um, big win today, four wins for the season. You were in the playoffs once, you know, just looking back over this year. Great way to finish off the year with a, with a victory at Martinsville. Yeah, thank you. Um, these last couple months have been painful. It's, uh, it's been so frustrating, honestly. Our teammates have kicked our butts for quite a while now. Um, I think Greg and, and myself have both been pretty down and frustrated and not understood what was going on. We weren't doing things any differently. We weren't approaching weekends differently. Um, we just have been off. So to come to a place that was probably our worst place when we started together and um, have such a good day and, and get another win, it feels great. Um, obviously, four wins this year feels great. Wish we were in the round of four, but, um, you know, we, we just need to figure out consistency, and, and this team will be something really, really special. All right. We'll come back downstairs. Additional questions. And also, Crew Chief Greg Ives has joined here at the table. You Additional guys are really pumped up. Yeah. There was, like, no hands raised right there. All right. Am I that boring? We'll go to Jordan. Is this working? Yeah. yeah. They're all waiting for me to get here. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, Jer- go ahead, Jordan. Jordan Bianchi, The Athletic. This question is for Greg. Greg, I mean, you guys have shown at times throughout, since you guys have been together, you guys will string together, you know, four or five races, you know, finishing up front, leading a bunch of laps, winning races, and then you have these moments where things are going the other direction. What is – why is the lack of consistency <laughs> a problem? Um, let me uh, – I don't know. I'm still looking for it. Obviously, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a great question uh, that doesn't have a really great answer. So, um, you know, honestly, you know, there were, there's times when it's because you're going to a racetrack that you're not necessarily good at. Um, you know, Martinsville, Richmond were tough racetracks for us, and we were able to come out there and, and, and win at them. Um, you know, in the spring race, I feel like we had a, had a solid race car, and, um, you know, to be able to come back here and, and probably even have a better one, I, I don't, it's hard to say we got, you know, took ourselves early, out early. But, yeah, I mean, I, I wish I 100% knew uh, what that was. Um, you know, I feel like as an organization, you know, we have contributed to, to a lot of this to, to success and, and by being a great teammate and, 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 you know, being somewhat innovative with uh, certain setups and stuff like that. But, uh, honestly, you know, the consistency is, is something that's always wavered for us, uh, for whatever reason. Um, you know, it, last year, the playoffs was one of our most consistent ever. Uh, summer was not, uh, I think the, but before the playoffs started, I think you could say that start of the year was really good for us, and then middle and end has not been. So uh, it's 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 a long year. Um, you know, it, it takes a lot of toll. You know, not only on uh, us as uh, driver and crew chief, but the team as well. And um, when you're when you're uh, living it every day, uh, sometimes maybe I should ask the media, what do you guys see? Right. So, um, when you're, when you're so focused on it, um, yeah, sometimes the easiest thing just misses, misses you. All right. We'll go to Jeff. Alex, you doubled your career win total in one year. Um, is that like, I mean, if somebody had said before the year, Hey, you're going to win four races this year, but you're not going to make the final four. I mean, how would you have viewed that? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think I was really confident coming into this year. We ended the playoffs super strong last year. I feel like we didn't get much credit for it, but I think we scored like the second most points of anybody and and just didn't have those playoff points to fall back on because our summer wasn't what it needed to be. Um, Finished sixth in points and and we're really fast. So I was confident coming into this year. Um, But the thing that I've always, that I've circled is to, just try to be consistent and consistently run well. And, and we've struggled to do that. So it's really hard for me to be super excited right now, but, um, you know, the beginning of the season, if you told me I was going to win four times, I'd be pretty excited. So wish we were going to Phoenix, obviously with a chance to win the championship. Um, and it, and it has been painful to kind of go through the playoffs the way they've been, but it's, uh, it's awesome to at least, you know, start to end the year on a, on a strong note. All right, go ahead and, Oh, Alex, go ahead. Thanks. Um, Alexandra with the Charlotte Observer. Uh, Alex, how do you race next weekend, I guess, if you guys have the same speed? And, you know, how do you race your teammates versus, I guess, the Gibbs drivers, too, that are in the championship? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, respectfully, I feel like I, I try to race as respectful as I can. Um, you know, mistakes happen, and obviously today probably doesn't appear that way. But, like, I drove off in the corner and jacked the 11 up and carried him off in the corner and passed him and then pulled over and let him go the next straightaway to try to pass him clean. So um, respectfully, you know, next week, and no matter who it is, we're going there to, to get a trophy. But, um, you know, at the same time, we got to be respectful with, with what those four guys have going on.
All right, go ahead. Alex Ted Schmidt, Area Auto Racing News. Uh, when something like what happens today happens, uh, how do you handle that? I mean, do you? I mean, will you two talk during the week, or I'm not saying specifically you and Denny, but when it happens between two drivers, normally, how how do you guys handle something like that? Yeah, if the front straightaway thing wouldn't have happened, I would have already talked to him. So, um, you know, I I don't like drama. I'm pretty shy and, and keep to myself and do my own thing. So this isn't the most comfortable situation for me, but at the same time, I'm paid to win races and, and, um, that's what we're here to do. So we'll talk this week. Um, you know, next week he's got so much going on with trying to, to go win a championship and, um, understandably he's probably after tonight, he'll be more focused on, on other things. And, um, I think the last thing he wants is for us to, to continue anything next week. So, um, we'll just, uh, hopefully talk and he's going to be mad. I have my side of the story and, and it's not going to make him any happier, but I'll, I'll tell him and, uh, we'll go from there. All right. Additional questions. Yep. Go ahead. If you guys can keep your hands up, that'll help us get the microphone to you. Thank Charles you. Charles Rourke starting as Well, one thing I can guarantee you this year, they had Denny Hamlin and Chase on the commercial guaranteed to be in the commercial next year with that battle because clay loves to, to show the track like this so how do you feel about that yeah i think um you know big picture end of the day um not really a race car driver at some point at some point we're entertainers and um whether you loved it or you hated it or you're mad about it or you're jumping for joy a lot of people were probably pretty dang entertained so um hopefully uh hopefully it's good for the sport you know, I think rivalries are good for the sport, and um, it's kind of what uh, what made NASCAR short track racing. All right, go ahead. Steve Richards with PRN. For both of you guys, obviously you'd want to be in the championship four at Phoenix, but how, what kind of a boost does this victory give for your team headed into the off season? Yeah, we needed something after the playoff run that we've had, so it uh, means a lot to me, and, and I would assume to Greg. Um, I don't know. I mean, it can all obviously all go a different direction next week, but if we could just end the season strong next week at Phoenix, that's been a place that's been pretty rough on us over the years and um, going to the off season with a lot of unknowns for next year, but at least have some positive momentum. I think ending this way is, is definitely good. Yeah, for sure. You know, just when you, uh, <clears throat> you know, when the question about making it to championship four is, is never going to be a question before the consistency. So uh, for us, always uh trying to get that momentum um going in the off season and and focus on you know obviously there's things that we have done right um there's things that we've done uh, not so well so uh we just got to continue to focus on that and you know it means a lot for uh us to win here not any any cup race it's such a tough sport but um you know to win here at martinsville um the history legacy and, and tragedy all that, that happened here at martinsville's um you know, huge deal for me, uh, and, and I know it's something that we want to represent well. All right, we're going to come up front to Jim. Jim Motor Motorsport.com. Alex, um, throughout the playoffs, a lot of, uh, well, Kyle's been racking up wins. A lot of times, though, the Hendrick drivers have been some of his toughest competition. At what point today did you feel like you were in that situation? You, it looked like maybe the second half of the race. Uh, was there a point where you felt I have a car that can contend? Yeah, honestly, I felt 
I was confident coming here after how strong we were in the spring, and I felt really good really early. Um, we gave a guy, we gave guys a lot of breaks early in the race, um, which ended up putting me in situations that hurt us, like when the 12 brake checked the three, it cost us spots, and we had damage and had to fix it on pit stops and stuff like that. So, um, you know, that was. I think it probably masked how good we were early. Um, but I think we had a really fast race car the whole time, passed a ton of race cars today, um, and, and definitely uh, felt strong all day. And uh, Greg, kind of along those lines, as the end of the race wound down and Alex found himself in the mix of a bunch of playoff drivers trying to determine their future, were you guys focused on anything other than just his situation? Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes if you get too far past what your performance is you you lose sight and maybe uh get inconsistent so uh for us it was you know knowing that we had a strong uh run in the spring um and trying to build off of that uh you know alex drives this place different than our teammates and uh it requires a different setup for for him and um we've proved at richmond martinsville and and now again here that we're able to take his feedback and and tailor it to what he wants in a race car and, and, and come out successful. So, um, you know, for sure, um, you know, like, like he said, early in the race, there was, um, times when you, you knew people were going to be aggressive and, and knew who had to win and who didn't, um, and, and just lived, you know, let it string out, knew we had a fast car and instead of taking a fender off of it, just waiting for it to string out and, and get by him that way. All right. Any questions upstairs? All right, we'll come back downstairs. Bob, go ahead. Yeah, Bob Pockers, Fox Sports. Um, I was kind of following up on the last question. If like, do, Were you aware that Hamlin most likely was getting in as long as he stayed on the lead lap, and did that impact at all the way you raced him? Yeah, I knew he was pretty well locked in. Um, and I I don't think it really did. Um, you know, I, I think I would have raced him the way I did regardless. and made every attempt to race him clean and finally just got loose underneath him. Like, um, I think this whole garage knows that I, I race pretty clean and, um, you know, you're racing for wins at a short track, you're maxed out. I was loose in all day and finally just got loose in. So, um, you know, I feel like if he was fighting for a playoff spot or on the outside looking in, I would have raced him the same, um, here to win races. And at the end of the day, um, that, that's kind of all that matters. All right. Any final questions? We'll go to the back. Steve, go ahead. Alex, what are you going to do with the clock? Do you have a place for it yet? I don't have a place for it. I haven't even thought that far ahead. There's way too much drama for my brain to process. <laughs> I don't really know what to do with myself up here. It's a little awkward, but um, yeah, I don't really have a good spot for it the way my house is. I might have to knock a wall down or something, construction project going on this winter. <laughs> Maybe um, we'll do that tonight. Never know with Greg coming to the party. It gets pretty ugly sometimes. Not really. He sprayed beer on my ceiling once, so anything can happen. How did that happen? Just next question. <laughs> Greg was no longer in the building. His name was Hansel. <laughs> All right. Well, I always say there's no better way to leave a racetrack than when you smell like champagne, and both of you currently do. So congratulations on the win today, and we wish you the best of luck next week in Phoenix. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for what you guys do for us. This is WFO Radio.
Subscribe to WFO Radio on iTunes. Never miss a show. And don't forget to write a review. WFO.